Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to another episode of Cray Cray for Christ. I wish you all a very Merry Christmas. You know, as this year comes to a close, I believe that this word that the Lord has placed in my spirit is necessary as we're stepping into a new year. A lot of us do not know who we are. We do not know what purpose we serve in life. We allow other people's opinion of us to prevent us from walking on the path that God created for us. I can talk about this because I have been there. Like my entire life was an identity crisis until recently. You know, I realized the motivation behind why I wanted to end my life. There was an enormous pressure on me to try to be someone that I wasn't meant to be. I will have some scriptures for you later on, but let me just give you a little background into my life. So growing up, I was a very quiet child. I would be locked in my room majority of the time, and you know, sometimes that was an issue. I grew up in the church, and as a child, adults would push you to go play or something, and if you're not as active or as talkative as other children, they would assume, you know, something's wrong with you. As a little girl, I loved my alone time, and this is how I discovered my talent at an early age. There were times when I played with my cousins because I lived in an extended family home with my great-grandparents, uncles, cousins, my mother, and my sister. But I was the odd one out, and this made growing up really troublesome for me. Nobody understood me or the fact that what I had was not a disability but a personality. And you know what people say, uh, that when you don't understand something, when they don't understand something, they try to change it? So there was a constant pressure on me to be someone that I wasn't. They assumed that I was shy because I wasn't outgoing. So they would push me into situations to try to get me to be more like them in a sense. And it was pressuring. I tried to change. One moment I was trying to be as talkative as possible so no one would call me out. And another minute I was backlocked in my room. But this story could go on forever. But my focus here is on the environment in which I grew up. Let us take a look at Matthew 13, verses 24 to 39. It is the parable of the wheat and weeds. Uh, Jesus was beside a lake and he was teaching, you know, some people. And he made reference to the parable of the wheat and weeds. And I'll be reading from the New Living Translation. Here is another story Jesus told. The kingdom of heaven is like a farmer. Who planted good seed in his field but that but that night as the workers slept his enemy came and planted weeds among the wheat then slipped away when the crop began to grow and produce grain the weeds also grew the farmers workers went to him and said sir the field where you planted that good seed is full of weeds where did they come from An enemy has done this, the farmer exclaimed. Should we pull out the weeds, they asked. No, he replied. You'll uproot the wheat if you do. Let both grow together until the harvest. Then I will tell the harvesters to sort out the weeds, tie them into bundles, and burn them, and to put the wheat in the barn. 
I really find this parable very interesting. But let me go down a little further where Jesus explained this parables to his disciples. It's verses 37 to 40, but I'm going to be reading from verses verse 36. Then leaving the crowds outside, Jesus went into the house. Is this is his disciples said, "Please explain to us the story of the weeds in the field." Jesus replied, the son of man is the farmer who plants the good seed. The field is the world and the good seed represents the people of the kingdom. The weeds are the people who belong to the evil one. The enemy who planted the weeds among the wheat is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world and the harvesters are the angels. Just as the weeds are, sort, are sorted out and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the world. The Son of Man will send his angels and they will remove from his kingdom everything that causes sin and all who do evil. And the angels will throw them into the fiery furnace where there, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth then the righteous will shine like the sun in their father's kingdom. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. Okay, so he explained this actually in verses 37 to 43. And the parable is from verse 24 to 30. But let us look at the word harvest. The word harvest means a process or a period of gathering crops. So we can say it is a season and we all go through a harvesting period in our lives. The rapture is God's harvest, but we all, uh, we all have many harvests in our lives. Some of us are just stepping out of our first harvest. Some of us are about to step into our very first harvest. Today we're talking about identity crisis. Failure to launch, in other words, failure to harvest. Your environment has a great impact on your harvest. It has a great impact on who you become, but God has an even greater power over your environment. The parable of the wheat and weeds can be seen as a cycle in our daily life. You are a seed which the farmer sowed into the soil. You were a bouncing baby that God allowed to come into this world. The family you grew up in may not have been the best. The people around you may not have been what, what you were expecting. You know, you probably cried to God asking, why, Lord, couldn't it, couldn't it have been any other family, any other community, any other life? But God's response to you was no. If he took you from among the weeds in your life, you probably would have no need for him. You, you probably would have no need to discover who you are. God allowed the weeds to stay in your life for a reason. He said he let the weeds grow with you. He allowed the people around you to keep nagging you, to keep pushing you to change. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I love my family, although they may not understand my method of showing love. But there was a time when there were weeds in my life. And as much as I cried to God, he still left me with them. God allowed them to grow with me. Later, you know, later on, I applied to university and I got in. Yay. 
I got to be far away from my family and I was excited. I got to be in a new environment. You would think this would make things a lot different, but it wasn't. I still felt pressure because although no one was pushing me to talk or saying that I'm too quiet or boring, I felt that they were thinking it. So my new environment didn't make things any easier. I did, however, got to ad- got to understand my personality type. Uh, change in environment caused me to understand that what you caused me to understand my personality. What you that I am what you consider an introvert. That was my first step into finding out who I am. People often think an introvert is shy. That is not necessarily true. We're just comfortable with silence, you know, silence. So last year when I got baptized, the theme of the convention was about identity. I don't remember much of what was said, but it literally links all my points together. The Lord took me and placed me among people with a different mindset from the one that I was surrounded with, the one that I grew up in. In the parable, the harvesters took the wheat and separated it from the weeds. I had an identity crisis, but now the wheat is among other weeds. People with a mindset that I never knew existed. When it is time for you to reap, to harvest what you've sown, God will separate you. Take note that when God is about to do something in your life, he will change your environment. It may not happen immediately, but it will happen. I did not understand why God made me this way, but after a year of discovering who I am by getting to know the God who manufactured me, I came to the conclusion that the Lord made me so much so that I had to seek him to understand myself. When I stepped into Christ as a new creature, my environment did not change. There were people who still considered me too quiet or whatever, but The difference was that I did not care. I had a new mind. Harvesting is a cycle. For me, this year's harvest is complete. I got to know who God says I am, but in the upcoming year, I should expect weeds in a different form because now that I have an identity, now that I know who I am, the enemy will try to come at me some other way. God made me this way because I have a task, and with that task, With that task comes an audience where I am their recommendation. Everybody has their own audience. If I'm a teacher teaching a class with both visual and audio learners, and my teaching methods includes only notes, I'm just reading from a textbook, textbook, you know, I'm not using any scenarios or examples. How will the visual learners learn? We all have an audience that suits our personality. God did not make a mistake, nor did he tell you to change. He wants you to come to him to find out what purpose your personality serves, to find out what purpose you serve. You must first find out if you are a wheat or if you're a weed to determine if you will be made into flour to serve a greater purpose or if you will be thrown away to be burned. And only God has the answer for that. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I really hope you have a blessed Christmas and I will see you in the new year, God's willing.